Hey, everybody. Welcome here into the Doom Thugs podcast. Doom Thugs monthly episode number uh, for May 2020. <laughs> My name is Michael Antonelli. Thank you so much for joining us here for another edition of um, the the web show, a.k.a. podcast called Doom Thugs. We just signed a deal with Spotify, folks. $200 million. Uh, so we're rich now. Um, let me welcome in my rich pals. First of all, uh, second richest. I'm the richest as it should be. Second richest is, uh, Harrison. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm fine. Thanks. How you yeah, doing? It's, it's great to be rich. Um, I'm really glad that we signed with Spotify. I know we had another deal with a real player on the table. Real player. That fell through. They didn't want to pay us in money, so we said yes. no. They wanted us to, to, uh, to pay us in um, um, the, the artifact JPEGs. Yes. Yeah. Which was, which was um, tempting. Yeah. But, you know, these days, with all the cryptos and everything... To me, it's just good to go with cold hard cash, okay? Yep, yep, yep. Can't trust those cryptos. Speaking Although, if you of... want us to uh, make a Doom Thugs crypto, I think maybe we can we can put in the word. Cryptos are something that, especially, what's the main crypto? Bitcoin. 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 That's something I've I've read what it is a million times online, and I still don't know. Much like. We've already talked about this, but uh, the reason the 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 date of Easter changes every year, uh, I Google that at least once a year. Same thing with cryptos. What the fuck is mining for, for fucking Bitcoin? I don't understand it. And maybe I never will. Maybe the government put in a chip that blocks me from learning that information to unlocking the secrets to unlimited wealth. I don't know. What do you think, Harrison? You're a computer guy. I mean, having a chip in your head isn't the worst thing in the world. I trust my government that they won't abuse it. <laughs> Just give them a full access. They'll yeah. show constraint. You know what I yeah. mean? I think that's why my webcam's not working. My uh, The FBI agent who watches me through it just got absolutely fed up with me masturbating so much. So he just... <laughs> it's like, you're done here. <laughs> we're, cut, we're cutting this off now. And you, you know, go I, to a, a PTSD counseling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. What can you do? You know what I mean? Oh He's well. Just like out. <laughs> well, let's meet the rest of the boys, shall we? Because I'm about to give them a big surprise here. Listen for their reaction in ten, nine, eight. Uh, am I in the thing? Hold on. <laughs> Four. Five, three, there he is. Two, one. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh, I solved it. I am a genius. I am go. a computer genius. Sorry, folks, a little behind the scenes here. Uh, just took me two and a half hours to get my webcam to work because I am elderly. <laughs> Anyway, I thought uh, I thought Warren was off the clock right now, but he had to give you some tech tips. Didn't work. Uh, Warren's bosses fire his ass. Uh, let me bring in my my uh, my one of my pals in Delaware here, 
Mr. Realtor himself, M-R-R-E-L-T-O-R on Instagram, Adam Costa on Facebook. The Realtor with nothing rhymes with Realtor that I can think of right now. Adam! (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, guys? How you guys have been doing? Good, good. How you guys How you doing, pal? Good to see you. It's good to see you, too. You were just recently at... The ocean's edge, were you not? I saw a photo. I was. I was. I felt the ocean right on my feet. Oh, right on my toes. Very nice. How was that? Where were you? New Jersey? Ocean City, New Jersey. Mm. Walk walk right on the beach. And, uh, you Did you have your tags? No, no tags. No, 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 no. Hit the boardwalk. Everybody was being, you know, responsible. Staying far away from each other. What's open on that boardwalk? Is it? I I read the some. Not everything's open. Not as of right now. Um, that day we were there earlier in the day, so you know the lunch spots weren't going to open up. But as we were uh, heading out around ten ten thirty in the morning, the pizza places or some of them were starting to open, and uh, some other shops were they they had some retail locations that had signs up saying hey you know check out our website pick us up curbside so they were heading in that direction but overall beautiful trip big fan of this this trend of just call us and we'll bring your food out to you for every restaurant i think it's huge hopefully more restaurants get apps i'm a big fan of restaurant apps not talking to people and just eating food. What do you say? <laughs> I, I like wish... it. Oh, are you asking good. me? Yeah. Oh, I, I like it myself. I mean, I, I like the, the curbside pickup is pretty cool. I'm glad that a lot of the restaurants um, that I frequent are continuing to do well. And I like that, uh, you know, a lot of places are continuing to thrive uh, through delivery and, you know, changing what they have to change in order to meet whatever requirements are necessary to stay in business. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yes, yes. And some local pizza places that I will not name because I ain't no snitch seem to be operating exactly as they were before with no changes whatsoever. But sure, we, we love them. We wish them the best. The pizza's good. It's all I care about. Excuse me. Uh, let's bring in the other Delawarean, the Delaware weenie himself. The, as we said last month, the host of the All Lives Matter Hour. <laughs> you can find that on stormfront.com. Big sponsor, big sponsor of him personally. This is all true. My man, known him for since sixth grade, I'm going to say. He's a big, he's a big guy. We love big heart. Loves everybody, and we love him. We wish him the best. Please welcome in Warren. Oh, what a fucking introduction! Thank you. <laughs> uh, my heart is big, and the doctors say that that could be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I, I love, uh, by the way, not interacting with another human soul if I can help it. So, oh, it's it's definitely one of your yeah. least favorite things. It is. Yeah. People in general. How is everybody? It's good to see you guys. This is like one of my things that I get to do that's kind of, you know, not the Groundhog Day. Right, thing. right. Because you're, you're a work-from-home daddy, are you not? Yes. And, Which, I mean, and must be great, being a new father. 
you have uh, to be there is, so much. But, but it's also the same day over and over again for five days a week, and then it's just the same. A grind. It can grind you down into the earth, can it not? Yeah, yeah. Well, what are you doing to keep sane? Jacking off um, in the I, I think you're the only one in that boat, right? Because Adam, I mean, Adam's not a, Adam's a, on the road. He's a mover, okay? Me, I still go into the quote-unquote office. But do um, you have any tips for our work at home? Uh, well, I'm doing lots of things that are, you know, keeping me calm, like buying and selling a home. Uh, screaming at your child. wife and kids, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> on Saturday, we're actually picking up a puppy. What? Oh, <laughs> Barry the lead, you jackass. Yeah. Did you find your uh, your golden doodle or whatever you you've been searching for online, harassing no, everyone? They're... <laughs> no, they're 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 just a tad too expensive right now, and I think that has a lot to do with the timing. Um, it yeah, felt like a good it. time right now because I've been guaranteed to be working from home for at least another month and a half. So, God bless you. Felt like a good time to. You know, get get a, a you know routine set up for this dog and mm-hmm. get training started and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You going shot collar right day one? <laughs> yeah, it's we actually we have a cattle prod that we ordered from Amazon. <laughs> uh, what do you so Phyllis? Yeah, what are you yeah, getting? Where? What, what I got a, a picture here. Oh. Uh, it is a. He's a. Corgi mixed with a oh, spaniel. everybody loves corgis. A, a corgi word. spaniel, and then uh, spaniel? So the, the the mother is a corgi spaniel, and then the father is a mini poodle. Wow. Okay. You right. got a it's picture little, of this thing? Yeah, it's in the chat. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's I him. Thought, I thought it was like a generic picture of that same type. Of no, dog. that's that's him. Okay. Oh, I adorable. Wow, that looks like a calendar dog. Oh, yeah. He's cute, right? Yeah. Do you have a name picked out yet? Not yet. No, we have a little bit of a list going. Okay. It's a boy. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. It yeah, right? he's so right? cute. Damn, Look at him. What do you think is harder, naming a dog or naming a child? Ooh. Uh, ooh. Naming a naming a dog? No, is that's harder? I don't know. Uh, no, I guess the pressure's on when you name, when you name the kid, because the kid has to, like... Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess that was the wrong. I mean, you could always just call your dog shithead, right? I mean, uh, like, that's you could. Yeah. You're a piece of trash. Uh, yeah, the kid has to. <laughs> we worry about that sometimes. Um, whether the kid is going to like her name when she grows up and like has to live with it anyway. Like, even if you, I mean, you could technically change it, but change it. Yeah. Who really wants to go through all that? Like, is it that bad that you had to change it? I feel like I would probably feel like a real piece of shit if you decided <laughs> to change it. <laughs> Yeah, what's that? <clears throat> that what Quint? Tammy said, "Name it Quint." Like from uh, Jaws. Yeah, it's a good name. That's a good name. That's a good. And dog then you name. could accidentally call it cunt when you're outside. <laughs> accidentally, Quint the cunt. Um. Yeah. God so bless yeah, you guys. I have no experience with dogs other than I love them and I have you know. What about Megan? Taking care of other people's dogs. Are you? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're gonna want to rephrase that. Does Megan have experience with dogs? Okay, no, please. She does not. Everyone knows I like Megan more so than we you. Have, yeah, I know. It's very obvious. You guys text back and forth. No. How do you know? <laughs> um, 
no, we we don't have any experience, and we're kind of just Google googling our way through owning a puppy. So good, there we go. it's, it'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, then you and uh, you you three can have a puppy play date. Can have yeah. all the dogs involved. How's your, your dogs? Like? Keep your mud away from mine, Warren. That <laughs> my dogs are great. Um, they're I saw a picture of Buffy, and she looks ginormous now. No, no. no. If you if Is you saw her, she's without a doubt the runt of her litter. Like her okay. her brothers and sisters are like big ass fucking much dogs. bigger. Yeah, like, like all right, he, all right so huge. there was a perspective thing then. Yeah, my my be. eyes play tricks on me. All right, but no, I'd say, uh, in the, I'd call her a small dog. That looks like a fast dog. Rest in peace, Fred Willard. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Momentarily, yeah. tough week. Jerry Stiller followed yeah, by Fred man. Willard. Two, two of the yeah. funniest fuckers of all time, without a doubt. Um, Can I ask you two, please, Adam and Mike, um. What the process was like when you you got your dogs? How did how was that? Because mine is a little bit different, I would imagine. Like how I acquired these mutts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me go first with uh, my did dog. You find it on the unquote. deep web. Yeah, deepweb.com um, <laughs> slash dogs. Don't go to there. Uh, <laughs> so my dog, quote unquote, Ripley. Um, we got because ta- uh, my wife's uncle, my way, uh, bought three puppies at one time and then quickly decided that that was too much and had to offload <laughs> some of these dogs. <laughs> and we had we had been looking uh, for a dog for a while, like uh, our dog Tiny died. Uh, Poor one then, out for Tiny. Yeah, uh, I miss her all the time. And then my cousin moved out with his dog, Dominic, the big potato, uh, who's doing well, by the way. He dropped some weight. He eats carrots now instead of treats. And you could actually, he's looking good. That big fat fuck. That was like, he was a, he was an interesting dog, but so enough time had passed where we're like, we're ready to jump back in. Um, we're ready to have our house overrun by animal stench and and stop being so clean. (laughs) Just have hair (laughs) everywhere. So we were like, yeah, we'll take that dog. So very quickly, we got that dog. And then Tam's dog, quote unquote, um, Buffy, uh, her sister lives in upstate Pennsylvania, what uh, we might refer to as the mountains, Um, actually in the same town where Sean's family mountain home is. Isn't that weird? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, someone up there had, you know... There was a bunch of puppies that needed to be literally rescued. Okay. Um, so Tammy called me, I think, on her way home from driving up there with her sister three hours to pick up the dog. Dro- called me on the way home and said, uh, we got another dog. <laughs> <laughs> so very quickly, we went from zero dogs to two dogs. But it was it was great. They're, they're best buds. Uh they always lay on top of you when you're sleeping. It's very cute and um, very lucky to have two very good dogs. Uh, Adam, how about you? And our our man. Hello, Adam. Adam Hello, can you hear me? 
Yeah, yeah sorry. Everything, everything, everything just locked up. I'm sorry. Just came. Oh, jeez. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I heard. I heard just the end of your story. Um, well, I let got me start Luca. over at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I got Luca from uh, the Chester County SPCA, and uh, <clears throat> he was at a kill shelter at the time. And uh, I went in there, and they had nothing but pit bulls at the time. And uh, <clears throat> I went. That's what they called everything then. I got Luca in 2008. Mm-hmm. And I went in and I uh, saw Luca and I wanted to take him home. And I ended up meeting him in like their little room where you meet the dog and everything's, you know, de- decided whether or not it's okay or not. And mm. uh, I met Luca one on one. This was again in 08. And uh, I was like, oh, I, I want to take this. I want to take this dog home. They had a, at the time, they were just like, hey, um, if you can make a donation, uh, that would be great. And I was like, all right. So I, I, I donated a hundred bucks and they probably gave me $500 worth of food, treats, toys. Like Luca leaving that shelter was a big deal. Like when he, he came out, the kennel master had him on the leash and all the uh, gals that worked there, guys and gals that worked there were uh, clapping, saying mm. his kennel name, like, Oh my God, his name was Benji there. Benji, mm. you're getting adopted. Like he, oh. his tail was wagging. It was a whole big deal. And uh, they gave me his leash, and uh, I, I took one step out the front door, and the cheap harness they gave me broke. He took one <laughs> step, broke it in half, and ran out into a field. Uh, it took everybody in the kennel to find him, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I took him home to my apartment in Westchester, Pennsylvania. And uh, he walked into my apartment. He was terrified. He spun in a circle and pooped on the carpet. Beautiful. And uh, Beautiful. that was the last time he had an accident inside the house uh, until modern day. And he'll be 14 in July. Wow. Uh, wow. That's very nice. So it my experience good. is going to be a bit different than that. Uh, we had two cats. We lost one uh, last year. Oh, uh, we we adopted both of those cats. We got Roxy from the uh, the SPCA, the Pennsylvania SPCA. Um, we got Harvey from like a similar outfit in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order to do the puppy thing, uh, first of all, we checked all the shelters around. There's no puppies available because everybody's adopting puppies right now. Uh, the mm. other thing that played a role in our decision was the allergy factor. Mm. Yeah. We were specifically mm-hmm. seeking out, spe- uh, you know, specific breeds that mainly when they're bred with a poodle, they become hypoallergenic as long mm-hmm. as they have the, the, you know, the hair styling of the the poodle. Um, so we had to seek our puppy out, uh, which also is difficult right now. Uh, people are just snatching them up because everybody's inside. Yeah. Um, so it's been hard to find. Um, but we are got to have some to distract you from your family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if you the crushing loneliness if you're stuck in at home alone, you know. I didn't even I mean? think of that. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, we're going on Saturday. We've been up there once to meet him already. Uh, where Where are you talking about? We yeah, are going. It? It's in Lancaster. Lancaster, yeah. An okay. Amish, an Amish farm. Mm, um yeah. they they have goats and chickens and horses and stuff like that and they have you grab uh, one of those while you're while you're there uh, yeah like, hey, throw in a goat why not and they have this litter of puppies they're uh 
their family dog, the mom, uh, had a litter of puppies, and they're selling them. Mm. So it's a lot of people I know have dogs from from the Amish. Yeah. Yeah. Not not for a hundred bucks, they're not. Oh, for certain, certainly <laughs> not. Um, no, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit much. I'll tell you. So, I, Mike, you brought up that we we're looking for mini uh, golden doodles. Golden doodles. I will tell you that I couldn't get anyone on the phone to talk to me for less than thirty five hundred dollars for a mini yeah. doodle. Yeah. That's what I Yeah, I, I was gonna say three, <laughs> three grand sounded about right. Ooh, daddy. Damn. And depending on the breed that you're looking for, it, they go north of that. Like right now, French bulldogs are in the five grand range. French Bulldogs, it's just a mutant pug. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just a pug bred to, who, pugs who are overbred into barely being able to live, bred to have pointy ears. That's a French Bulldog, as far yeah. as I understand it. Yeah. They can't, they, they can't reproduce uh, naturally, from what I understand. <laughs> and they can't fucking oh. breed, those poor little devils. Oh, Their faces all smashed up. Mm-mm-mm. But they're cute. I remember there was a boy in elementary school who was obsessed with pugs. He was a pug guy. He had pug clothes. Pug, yeah, pug clothes, pug notebook, like all that kind of stuff. But he was allergic to dogs. The oh, ultimate no. fuck you from the big guy upstairs. Like, oh, you I'm, like pugs? I'm, I'm going to need that. I need that name in the chat. Oh, we're yeah. getting the name in the chat. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it's interesting. Going, I haven't been to Amish country in a while, and I've never actually been to an Amish person's home. Free a uh, candle. It, <laughs> um, it it was it was very interesting. They're they're the nicest people in the world, but I I felt like every time they were looking at me in like my graphic t shirt and shorts and sneakers <laughs> with my cell phone and my Nissan Rogue, they looked at me like, "Look at this fucking piece of human garbage." But they were the uh, nicest people. They let they let the uh, they let the baby feed the chickens. They were super uh, nice. That's very nice. Did you go in their home? No, no. They had the puppies set up. Um, they they were outside playing okay. uh, with the mom and stuff like that. I mm. say when you go back, demand to see the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be interesting to be one of those Amish people that owns like a come inside our home and gawk at how crazy we live in real life <laughs> when, we, when we got there at a scheduled meeting time um i did talk to them through a phone so i guess they're allowed to conduct they gave up they gave up that one um, phones are allowed but it was like it was an old-timey one that has the um, earpiece that you have to hold yeah they're like, uh hello yeah. operator connect yeah. me to the warren's the dumbass phone. Yeah, klondike 192 <laughs> gina are you there yes please uh, so we set up an appointment and we got there and he was running late. So his wife came out and um, <laughs> very politely let us know that he hadn't gotten home yet. And she was like, you can just wait here in your car. She said, uh, he and, might be dead. We don't know. Well, yeah, you would never know. She's like, I really don't have a way to contact him or his <laughs> driver. He was getting, uh, I guess, equipment for his business. Um, mm. So he had someone driving him around because yeah. we saw the buggy parked in the garage. Yes. yes. So he wasn't out in the buggy. Um and then we had a whole thing where it went, so when you buy a puppy, you put a deposit down before you pick them up. So mm. that that's like, you know, that guarantees you the puppy and then you come back and then every, everything's cool. They're getting vet checked again this week. So provided everything's okay, you pay the remainder when you go and pick them up. So he advertises that he takes credit cards. So he's got this credit card machine. He's an Amish man. 
he used his scooter bike to run to a different uh, building away from his home to get his credit card machine to ring me up for my deposit. He had no idea how to use it. <laughs> it was. was I was going to say, along with the phone, was it the old timey credit card thing where, like, you put the credit card down and swipe the thing over Dude, to make a carbon copy? This thing was out of the box, spanking new, with a chip reader and all types of bells and whistles. Oh. I was able to sign the screen. Wow, that new Amish fancy, yeah. And yeah. um, they definitely were not wearing masks nor asking us to wear masks. Do they know? I don't know if they give a shit. Are they on Twitter? How <laughs> would they like, find how out? Bad, how could it get any worse up here? The Amish, the Amish have like insane immune systems and longevity and health. Like they are like the great white shark in terms of uh, immune systems and longevity. They have no known, you know, they no natural all, predators. Yeah, more <laughs> or less. Like they live long lives, like carcinogen free, and it, it's actually pretty interesting. So I'm not shocked by yeah, that. Well, then you give up ever having fun in your life. So <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get that as a bonus. You're allowed to leave. Like you get rum springer, right? Yeah, you get you, you get to taste do. it. Yeah, get that, and then get that you get to make idea. a decision. What's more important, having any sort of family and safety net, or, or going out completely on sex. your own? And fucking just doing whatever you want. And sucking and fucking. <laughs> but it's it must I mean it must be difficult to to even if you know, like, man, this life eats shit, but it's like what am I do I wanna leave everyone I've ever known and, and be outcast from my community? It's tough. Yeah. I would. I like to party. <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck your dumbass hats! Why can't I have a mustache with this weird beard? Would Why do we all have to have this haircut? It's would 2020. You, we could try to look cool. Would you want to be part though of the Shot Amish top. mafia? Oh uh, yeah, just so I could be on TV and collect yeah, that, TL, yeah. that TLC money, baby. Let's I could be the boss. Well, yeah. yeah, those are Ohio Amish. They're not real. We only care and stand Pennsylvania Amish, right? True. So that was my my little out of the ordinary thing that happened this week was uh, to go to meet some Am- an Amish family. And when do we get this dog? When do we meet this? Uh, Saturday. What's today? Wednesday. So today is days. Wednesday. Have you I worked mean, out? A, have you worked out a name? Uh, we have a list, but not quite yet. All right. We do have all the accessories and the accoutrement for having a dog. Sure. Um, Leash. Have, do you guys have any thoughts on crate training? Have you done that? Are you familiar with it? When we leave the house, their asses go in the crate. Is that is that it? Yeah, rest of the time they they're in charge. <laughs> uh, I'm no uh, expert on the I'm no expert on the puppy game, but as far as dogs go, you know, for me it's always been harness because their 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 neck gets messed up yeah. if you walk them. Don't harness walk them or yeah, 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 it's 2020. We have all the technological advances in the world. We don't have to be fucking choking dogs anymore. I know, Unless but so many people. Gratification. <laughs> so many people I see on the internet with new dogs, like friends, like Instagram, whatnot, stories, you name it, that they, they have dogs, like brand new puppies, and they have these like collars on them. I'm like, that's not how this works in the mm. long term. Uh, I want my dog to be named Spike, and I want him to have a chain collar because I'm in fourth grade. Fuck's sake! <laughs> oh, we we're getting uh, we're kind of waiting for her to grow, but we think she grew all the way. So Buffy is getting a Spike collar. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, she's a badass. She's actually she's got, scary. She's got everything. the look. Yeah. She uh Tammy was hoping she'd be a giant one of those fucking freak muscle dogs. You know those dogs huh. that look like they lift yeah, fucking yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah. Big shoulders forward. That's they look like she... a dog from Earthworm Jim the cartoon series. <laughs> I didn't even know Earthworm Jim had a television series. How dare you? Wow, I thought I knew everything. I you learn something new every day, folks. Well, that's why uh, I'm here. Obscure so references. The the kid is obsessed with with dogs right now. What you call them? Dogs? Puppies. She calls puppies? them puppies everywhere oh, we go. So she's uh, gonna go puppies. Well, we took her up there, and they just let her kind of they let the dogs, the puppies free, and they just kind of surrounded her and were like playing with her, and yeah. she was in like you've never been happier in your life. She loved it. Oh my god! You, oh boy, that's it was great. great. It was fantastic. Cool. That's why you got the puppy. Yeah, at that <laughs> point we were like, "What are we going to do? Not pick one of these?" Then yeah. it becomes the game of like, look at how cute all of them are. They all look as cute as that. And how do you decide? Well, you're the one that's obviously coming home with us. Like I don't know. Do you have to be there when you? wrestle it away from its mother and take it in a car thousands of miles away uh, thousands of miles we are gonna i don't know i don't know how it works this is all new to me we, we are going let... to pick them up on saturday so all right just tell them you keep the rest of the dogs inside just bring this one out to me you said you're going boy dog boy dog girl yeah, dog. He's, he's a boy boy dog okay i have no experience with uh male animals which is going to be interesting that's cool. They have big swinging nuts and dicks that you see all the time. <laughs> Personally, why we went with girl dogs, just those that big ass nut sack. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get them neutered, no? No. Oh, no, no, okay. no. Yeah, yeah. Of course, spay and neuter your dogs. Bob Barker. Barker says so. Yeah. It's Barker real. says it. Continued by, of course, Drew Carey. Out of respect, Drew Carey doesn't want them. Spade no, he, neuter, he wants, but he just he wants yeah. the full dog he wants overpopulation he wants of street dogs potent dog load yeah excuse me now who haven't we talked to harrison how are you doing hey what's up guys what's um, are you holding up what's new in your world over there in king uh wherever you live <laughs> it's okay you can say it. <laughs> good old kop uh I don't know. I mean, th- things have sort of stagnated into like just the same monotonous routine. Uh, the only thing I really did different in this past week and a half is I've been busting my tuchus, um making a new website for myself. Oh, um, okay. I figured that, you know, now's a good time to do that. Uh, and yeah, so I've, I'm working on a new website. It's nothing like terribly fancy, but it, if you look at it now, you think, oh, that shouldn't have taken you a week and a half. But if you know where it started from, then it was a lot of work. Uh, I, honestly, like nothing else like terribly new. Uh, my roommates, my housemates and I, uh, every weekend, we just sort of like get shit faced because what else are you going to do? Nice. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I also, oh, this is like tantalizing, guys. You're going to love this. I figured out a new method to cook frozen dumplings. all right (laughs) i don't know if this is well known or not i kind of stumbled on it myself but i don't know if like you know i don't know if it's a well-known thing but basically i have the frozen dumplings and i put them in a pot with a glass lid a shallow pot like you know Mm. that high with the glass lid you pour in maybe 
and this is a little much, but maybe half a cup of water and a tablespoon of oil, and then you put the lid on, it steams the dumplings, and then when all the water vapor goes away, the oil's still left because science, and then that fries the bottom of the dumplings. Okay. How long? I don't know, man. Maybe long enough to evaporate half a cup of water. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 really like it's not about time. It's about what happens is when the water evaporates, then you just start getting a very violent sizzle. But the lid, yeah, there's no mess. Yeah, yeah, I get uh, it. And then cool. you, you, I learned you have to take it off the heat before you take the lid off, or else like the oil is definitely going to splatter everywhere. But you oh, take no. it off the heat, let it sit for like thirty seconds, then you take the lid off. The last bit of steam evaporates, and you got nice crunchy bottom mm. dumplings that are steamed all the way through. Nice. I only make things that splatter oil and bacon without clothes on. Yes. <laughs> yes. If I don't have bacon grease on my hot bacon grease on my hog, I'm not not happy. <laughs> uh I guess I've also been playing a lot of games. Um uh my one cousin has a group of like honest to god, like twelve buddies on like a Discord server and they all play games nonstop, so I've been introduced Which to Which cousin group. are they all as good as him? Yes. This is the one of your uh, super good cousins. Nolan's brother, who has not been on this show. But uh, huh. shout out to Jordy. He has Jordy. a crew. Uh, they're all incredibly good at video games. It's mm. very intimidating. Mm. And then, like everybody else, uh, the other day I watched the last two episodes of The Last Dance, which was a oh. phenomenal documentary. Got those two on the docket for tonight. I can't wait. It's I don't want it to be over. It's very good. This is a thing that has passed me by completely. What what is this? So Same. it's an ESPN documentary about the final season of the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls. But it runs through Michael Jordan's entire career with the Bulls mm. and dips into the lives and the history of um, all the key players. So like there's an episode about Scotty, there's an episode about Dennis Rodman. There's even an uh an episode about um uh, Phil Jackson mm. and it bounces back and forth in the timeline between a pretty in-depth look at just the final what 98 season mm-hmm. and then it bounces back and forth between you know different eras from uh, his the- college career yeah. throughout it, yeah it's been fascinating for me because you guys know i'm not a sports guy and like mm. obviously i was alive during this time but like it 100 is like all foreign to me like i knew who i knew who like michael jordan scotty pippen and dennis robert moore mm. like i didn't know anything about their sports careers and sure. I didn't know anything about the drama surrounding all the Bulls and the different teams and even Michael Jordan's like gambling stuff. No idea. <laughs> no idea. And it's just been fascinating because it's like I was alive then, but I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I knew like the story for the most part, but no, it's so, so good. Ten parts, folks. Yeah. Uh, there and, is one, an hour each. <clears throat> there is one valid criticism of the documentary that it was produced by michael jordan himself so he got to control how he was portrayed in the documentary but still he does kind of cross as like a dickish asshole Mm -hmm. so you know it's not like he was like saying like i'm the greatest person ever and i have zero faults you know there's some stuff that comes up when you're like jesus michael for sure for sure for sure but a a great a great doc great sports doc um and you know 10 hours we're all just, you know, getting through it. There's ten yep. hours gone. Uh, is that long? It's a yeah. it's ten episodes, an hour each. Yeah, well, wow. and they long. they actually, from what I've heard, uh, they actually bumped it up. Like they release it early because of the uh, the pandemic that's going on. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about that. And um, uh, so when they first, when the first episode started airing, the last episodes weren't done yet. Um, oh, because, because the series, okay. this, it's not like the series was finished, and then they were like, "We're just putting it on early." It was like ESPN was like, "Hey, hurry it along." Hey guys, we're uh, putting it on early, and then the guys were like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> But but they did it. They, you can't tell. That's not something like it's not like the first five are good and then it falls off a cliff. It's it's quality throughout. Yeah, but it but definitely. it's really good. I love. It's not technically a thirty for thirty or whatever, but I love. The, That's I, I can I'll watch thirty for thirties on anything. You know what I mean? I, I just love. Yeah, I like thirty for thirties. So. I love sports. Seen, yeah, the thirty for thirties are just incredible documentaries. I've seen the lion's share of them. Even, even subject matters that like I didn't think I would care about. Right. Really... My favorite, yeah. my random, but my favorite thirty for thirty is called Winning Time. It's about Reggie Miller. Uh, oh, it, yeah. His his uh, against the New York Knicks. Like it's mm-hmm. such a great doc. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I Spike Lee. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like. I like that. Is it, it? You're saying it's cast, or I shouldn't say cast, but. It's in the vein of like a thirty for thirty style yeah. doc, for sure. For sure, oh, I'll definitely did, like it. Then, did you? Yeah. Did any of you watch the um, OJ Made in America? That no. was also technically a thirty so. for thirty, but it was long form like this one. It wasn't mm. quite as long as the Michael Jordan one, but OJ Made in America is the one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Uh, it's okay. just it is unbelievably fascinating, and um, I was I was saying this on Twitter that. Um, the the thesis that OJ Made in America has, where the way it talks about the nexus between sports, celebrity, entertainment, race, and just America in general, mm. all how it collides with the OJ Simpson murder trial, is just unbelievable. That's cool. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I often uh, find myself uh, thinking about things that happen now that are that currently happen in sport and different things. I'm like, I can't wait to watch the documentary about this and five to ten years they'll make a 30 for 30 about everybody watching the last dance while they're in quarantine yeah yeah it's so crazy that i don't know it's it's like this shit happened like sports documentaries are fun because as a sports fan you watch all the shit happen but then the doc comes out and was like oh you thought you knew what was going on no you're stupid yeah here's all the the good stuff which is fun um, I wonder if documentaries in general are better as someone not intimately familiar with the subject matter. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, um, sometimes another great documentary series that just finished, uh, was, is called dark side of the ring on uh vice. Yeah. Uh, the most recent season just episode just ended with an episode about the death of Owen Hart. Mm. Um, but being such a huge fucking wrestling nerd, some episodes, um, there'll be shit in there that I know they either for storytelling purposes told in a different way than that, that actually were. Uh, so I don't know what, what would I say for, do you not understand what I mean? Like yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. if it's... it's more fun for me to watch a documentary about something I don't know as well, so I can learn. Yeah. But yeah. then it also makes me think, like, as I watch a documentary, somebody I do know very well, like, oh, some of this doesn't work. Is that the same with all documentaries? Are we being manipulated by the media? 
no, it's 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 <clears throat> for all documentaries. Um, it's it's like um, how do you phrase that? It's like the je ne sais quoi. Yeah. <laughs> it's like documentarians try to be objective but like they're still at the end of the day storytellers that are trying mm-hmm. to pull an audience member along with the story and so like certain concessions have to be made i know with this uh, last dance documentary uh one of the players interviewed horse grant said that he was like angry at the way he was portrayed in the documentary because yeah you know, he called he because michael jordan calls him a snitch and yeah. then uh or like Har- uh, horace grant came out saying he's a snitch yeah, or like I heard um, a rumor that Scotty Pippen wasn't happy about not the entire documentary, but just one of the episodes that focused on him mm. um, because he said like you know he wasn't being portrayed like correctly. Um, but like you know, like you don't know that as a viewer because I'm just like I'm fucking riveted. But then you know, to jump off what you were saying, it's like certain concessions have to be made. Yeah, I mean, ever yeah. since I full, I'm uh. I fully believe everything any documentary tells me, yeah, 100% uh, without doing any independent research. So that's what <laughs> I want to suggest to our listeners. Check out Loose Change. <laughs> Great doc. It brings up a lot of interesting questions. You know, I don't want to taint you, but, you know, watch it for yourself and think about what's really going on. Or like, I, um, I was watching this documentary series called The Challenge. MTV's the challenge. Yes. <laughs> nice. Was that what it's no. about? No, 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 no. I was just joking. My my housemates have been watching a lot of the challenge. Honestly, I swear to God, as far as reality shows go, not that bad. No, no, no. I mean, the challenge. I mean, you don't stick around thirty five fucking seasons or whatever without doing something, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Harrison, yeah. do you know if there's still people on the challenge because originally the challenge was road rules versus real world people but then eventually people just started coming on that were just for the challenge because road rules and real worlds are gone so uh, are there still people on the show that were from the original road rules and real world or are they all dead for old age now, right. So, right there so i watched four or five episodes of one season mm. and one of the guys was a guy named Johnny Bananas who was on oh Real World. Johnny Bananas, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so what was the other thing that was interesting? It was that, um, so yeah, some of the some of the contestants were like only one or two were from like actual legit Real World or Road Rules seasons. Mm. Some of them were from like past seasons of the Challenge, and then a lot of them were actually from just straight up other reality shows. Like they said, like one of the contestants was from the UK's X on the Beach show. And they're like, yeah, this they've, person. they've run out of people who are willing yeah. to come back and do this stuff from the original road, real world road rules. Yeah. I wonder if they get paid. Like, I, they, they have to life. get paid, but I wonder if they, you know, it's enough for what they have to do. The, um, the guy, John Bananas, he was like, in one of the talking head segments, he goes, this is my 16th season on the challenge. And I'm Whoa. like, how are you? How, like, MTV has to be paying you. Oh, without a doubt, and I, I'm sure they, Johnny, like someone of Johnny Banana's stature, can spin that into personal appearance <laughs> fees, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Johnny Bananas will come to your club. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he'll well, stand like, there, and then he'll get a cut of the con- door. Another contestant was like, 
um, I have to vote for this person, even though they're my friend, because I need to stay in the challenge. And me and my wife really need to keep up our uh, lifestyle back home. And I'm like, I feel like that's a tacit admission that MTV is just paying you behind the scenes. Right. To appear on. (laughs) I hate this. I hate this with all my being, but I spent my youth doing this. I have no other skills. Yes. (laughs) Will I go back to school? Absolutely not. Seems tough. I'll come back and do the challenge. Something you guys were talking about in the chat made me think of uh, The Miz was originally from MTV. Yeah, real real world world. back to New York. Yes. And And now now, uh, he kind of rolled that into becoming. He even because I used to actually watch these shows once in a while. uh, Mm -hmm. He at the time was always talking about becoming a WWF wrestler. Right, like The Miz yeah. was a character yeah. you would go into on the show, and everyone yes. else on the show would be like, you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but The Miz is such a good wrestler, he'll probably get in the Hall of Fame, right? The Miz will probably be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Um, he's been there so long, which is tough because he, when he got into wrestling, uh, especially the WWE, he was not, you know, welcomed with open arms by the other wrestlers. He was still very much in an era of a bunch of fucking bullies in the, the locker room. Guard. Like, yeah, a bunch of people like JBL who were just fucking bitter cocksuckers who were just mean to new people. D'Lo Brown. D'Lo's a good guy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, but, and he, he stuck through all that and, and he's a guy that will never really be embraced by a certain segment of wrestling fans, uh, the mean nerds, uh, just because whatever. I assume that was all of them. No, some of us are nice and good looking, like me. Huh. Uh, a lot of us look more like you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us go to. Happy with a new puppy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam. You were going to say something. I cut you off. No, no it's, all, it's all good. I was uh, I was in the vein of what we were talking about before. I was thinking of uh, the reality shows from the early 2000s and a total tangent. But I think it was the real world. Like I, I can't remember which one it was where it was real world because they were all living together. And they, they had taken all their you know, phones and whatnot away. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just, you know, no television and whatnot. And they were, they were mm. monitoring these folks for like weeks on end. I, if you could, can you imagine what it would be like now today to have like a reality TV show where people are being monitored? Yeah. You know, from what I remember, it was 24 seven and no phone, no Twitter, no TV, no computer. Like, do you think it would be um, that much more extreme? What it's they should of- do is they should do that they should search for people that are hopelessly addicted to their their devices you know their phone and shit yeah and then put all those people in a house like Warren and uh say they can't <laughs> can't use their device because i believe there's a show called Big Brother that's a very popular show that i think that's one of the ones you could watch like like even when the show's not on you could go on the website and watch it or whatever it's still on TV. That, that's yeah, Big Bro- Big Brother is huge. Yeah, I remember I watching the, the first season with with my sister and Chris Ranch way back in the day. Oh, okay. Um, I was gonna say, I think on Big Brother they do take away your phones. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's what I was saying. So yeah, they take away all your shit. So you know, oh, all all you could do is try to finger each other or yeah. whatever. 
Um, the other thing is that I feel like, well, Big Brother's a syndicated show. It's there's a Big Brother in like every country in the world. Mm, mm. Uh, I thought I heard a news story that the producers of Big Brother Germany had to break protocol and inform everybody that the country was going into lockdown for coronavirus. Yes. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they wouldn't have known that that huge size <laughs> yeah. in the real world. I would have just been like, you shouldn't have told me, bro. Just let me <laughs> like, let me live through the entire cycle of coronavirus in the big brother house. None the wiser. You know yeah. Quarantined I mean? in a way. <laughs> yeah. Right. You can't leave. You're stuck in there. You know, rip the crew away from their families. Keep them stuck there too. For my entertainment. That's <laughs> how the world should work. Uh, yeah, since we're talking about reality shows, my personal favorite show of all time, reality or not, Terrace House, which I talked about in the first monthly episode, and people have been begging. I've been getting cards and letters every day for an update on Terrace House. Um, so they Ter- had a terrorist. Yeah, yes. it's it's set in um, Afghanistan. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> actually, it's set in Saudi Arabia. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, terrace yeah. house. Terrace house. So they had to stop production. They're of course in Tokyo, mm. and the whole gimmick of the show this season was that the show was going to run from when it started in 2019 up until July when the Tokyo Olympics started, which of course have been postponed to 2021. Mm. So us, so myself, and the rest of the terrace house stands are saying, well. That just means Terrace House has to go on until 2021 when the Olympics actually happen. And if you and if you don't do that, we'll riot. We'll invade Japan and we'll take over the country and force Terrace House to be on all the time. But just one of those life is a simulation moments. Um, we were watching Terrace House and on Terrace House, there's six people, three girls, three guys, and then they leave whenever they want. And when they leave, they're replaced by a new young, good looking person. A lot of them are models. But after the first two people left, the two new people came on, and then no, I'm sorry, my timeline's messed up. The third person left. Third new person is fucking Japanese professional wrestler Hannah Kimura. Oh. So you take Terrace House and you cross it over with professional wrestling. Like, are they just making TV specifically for me now? Are they inside <laughs> my head? Good. Stay there. <laughs> Keep doing it. I love it. It's the best. It's the best. Um, but yeah, so I, I, uh, you know, last, so that's really some parts. The last part, I tried so hard to parse it out, like not watch all the episodes at once, but I'm all through them all. Now I'm just empty again. Just sad. Yeah. But it'll be back, but maybe not. Who knows? They had to leave the house, shut down production because of a uh, pandemic. So who knows what happens from here? <laughs> What's a pandemic? I'm curious what that means. Pandemic, <laughs> of course, is short for planned pandemic, which um, from my extensive research is what this coronavirus hoax is, is planned by, amongst others, Bill Gates, of course. Um, <laughs> Tom Wolf. To, Mayor Tom Wolf, uh, um, uh, the the inventor of five G, um, China, the entire everyone, the entire the, every every square foot of dirt, every every single person, and um, 
amongst others, some dark, deep state people whose names, if you say them, your house gets raided. So I will not do that. I have a list, though. I'm very informed. Now, <laughs> here's how you absolutely 100% know it is a pandemic. Mm-hmm. They keep censoring them. They keep taking down the YouTube videos. <laughs> Yeah, I posted a video of a uh, of a chiro- of a chiropractor uh, telling people that uh, they should go into hospitals and demand to know what's going on. <laughs> it was taken down. I'm like, what the heck? What are they trying to hide? He's a doctor. By the deepest technicality <laughs> <Yeah>. there is. <laughs> Did you make air quotes when you said doctor? He's a doctor, much like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather hang out with a Bill Cosby than a uh, chiropractor. <laughs> oh, hi! I don't like that one. Hello, cutie pie. Oh, <laughs> uh, we should mention real quick uh, what we released last week. What's that? The bonus episode. Oh yeah, we we did it. We we threatened you with bonus material, and we delivered upon that threat. Harrison, you talk about it a little bit. You were. You, so, it was well, because of you. Uh, some dear college friends of mine are in a band named Seahorses Forever, and they released their debut album on 420. <laughs> and when they released that, they released they reached out to me and asked if um, we could do an interview on Doom Thugs. And I said, you know, yeah, of course, let's do that. That coincides perfectly with this idea that we want to release some bonus content for the listeners at home. And uh, we got together. We had a very fun, about thirty-minute chat, and uh, I think it went pretty well. It was very yeah, fun. Yeah, those dudes are nuts. But Harrison, <laughs> you said a lot of people are saying that to you, but you're used to them. Yes, it's it's sort of like a um, almost like out of body thing because it's like I've known these guys for literally more than ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm used to them. I have fun with them. They're fun people to be around, mm-hmm. and then to like introduce other people who are complete strangers to their energy i was like oh yeah you know what that makes sense i want that that energy those guys are on 11 they're ready to roll ready to fucking party yeah the one one of them is the composer of the doom thugs theme song is he not that's that's the other reason why i wanted to get them on the horn to do an interview is because um josh made our theme song that everybody knows and loves and is like a integral part to our podcast for sure. Without that theme song, what are we? Nothing. Nothing. We're just the theme song. I get people telling me all the time, I just listen to the theme song, shut it off. <laughs> but, you know, that might be the way to listen. I don't know. I don't tell you what to do at your house. But yeah, great job with that interview, Harrison. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. And uh, um, we will have more bonus content. I don't know exactly what shape or form it's going to be, but yeah. just be on the lookout. Just at, at any point, we're just going to yeah. start dropping. That's why you just subscribe. Go to your podcast app of choice, which Mine's has real to be player. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because and then uh, and then you know you know how f- podcasts work. I have a problem where with I I assume everyone in Jess Media like I do, so maybe I'm wrong here. But with my job and stuff, I'm I open my I I have to use two different podcast apps, but I open them every day, and then they automatically refresh. You know what I'm saying? Are you? How do you got? Do you guys even listen to podcasts? Do you know what they are? are? You subscribe to this show? Did you rate? Yeah, I listen to a podcast. Uh, I listen to several actually. I just use my uh, 
iPhone podcast app and mm. everything is there. It all refreshes. But, you know, mm-hmm. when I get up in the morning and I grab my phone and the uh, the overlords see that I've touched my phone, I get all the updates. Uh, two new shows from so-and-so. Yeah, one new yeah, show. Yeah. But it's all right there. That's yeah. where I get mine. But I don't have I don't have Spotify. I'm, I'm not trying to make a social statement. I just don't have it. Well, at, like, next year, you won't be able to listen to JRE anymore, dude. I know. I saw that. I was not happy about that. I they, wanted to talk about this, if if you guys don't mind. I mean, it is industry let's, news. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Industry. Now, so last podcast on the left did this. Oh, real quick. No, we'll get back to it. Remind me, I brought up last podcast to the left later. Okay, if you guys forget, you're done. You're toast. Okay. Sorry, I don't know what camera I'm looking at. I'll it's make a note. All right. Last podcast to the left. Yeah. It's in the chat, baby. Can't forget it now. <laughs> oh, it's cool, in the cool, chat. Cool, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I was getting ready to write it down like a like some sort of herb. I'm sorry, go ahead. So so before they they, Are they you say like some sort of herb? Herb, yeah, herb. yeah. It's an old school, old school term. High school. No, no, no. I know what that is. I learned about herb means like lame person. I learned about that from Disney Adventure magazine because there's this little section where what? everyone <laughs> teaches cool new slang. Wow. wow. I used to have a stack of Disney Adventure magazines like that big. Damn. <laughs> Ironically, Man. the type of person that would read that would be it's a herb. <laughs> yeah, it's definition of herb. It's just Mickey pointing at you. <laughs> oh, so so it was announced today that Joe Rogan signed a hundred million dollar plus deal um, to go to. It's a multi year deal. I don't know if terms were released in terms of how many years it is, but. Uh, an exclusive deal with Spotify um, in September. Uh, the show audio and video are moving to Spotify and the other apps, but by the end of the year, the show is going to be exclusively on Spotify. And here's how I felt about it. Okay. Um, yeah. In terms of success in the podcast realm, Joe Rogan is at the the top. Right? He has no equal. Yeah. And he did that. Completely on his own, DIY, busted his ass to make a quality show and kept investing in the show and making the show better. And and that hard work paid off, and he was on the top of the mountain completely on his own. Rich. He's a rich man, right? Very. So so to me, it felt like a very un-Joe Rogan move to, to fucking sign this deal with Spotify. Now, let me say... I understand how the world works. I'm not a mark. He's a man with a, with kids. Got children. Get someone offering you $100 million. To do the that same money, thing you're doing. Right. To take, to take the money is 100% the right thing to do by his family, which is more important than anything else. I understand that. I have, but it, I have just, it, it just felt very un-Joe Rogan, very against the whole DIY nature of podcasts to, to sign this exclusive deal with this publicly traded company, because he he's come out and said, you know, the, and everyone says this when they do things like this, like it's going to be the same show. It's not going to change. I find it hard to believe that a publicly traded company that gave you a hundred million dollars, um, you just gave the people that complain about things aggressively online to shareholders a huge target to go at before it was just him and he did whatever he wanted and and if people had to complain about it, they complained to him right yeah now he uh 
you know, he has a guest on that says something that uh, people don't like. If the if the if the uproar gets loud enough, people are going to go. They have someone to go to now. That's not him. That could eventually be like, uh, you, we gave you a hundred million dollars, and our shareholders are pissed. Like you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, he gave I have, away a piece of his ass. I have so many thoughts. I, if I if you don't mind me, just real quick. Cutting. I also want to say I don't like listening to podcasts on Spotify. Spotify can fuck off. Spotify should give a hundred million dollars to all the musical artists who built Spotify. Like Spotify would not fucking exist if they weren't streaming every song in the history of the world on it and giving the artists point zero 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 one cent per listen. You know what I mean? The whole fucking reason Metallica sued Napster was because they were fucking taking their music and not paying the artists. Now there's fucking publicly traded companies that play music and don't pay the artists. We missed the whole fucking point. Everyone apologized to Lars Ulrich immediately. I, <laughs> the artist is still getting fucked. As soon as he apologizes for the snare drum on St. Anger, <laughs> I, will, I will allow him back into the conversation. Uh, <laughs> I thought it sounded cool. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what type of latitude that he's going to have. And the reason I bring that up is I... To appreciate the fact that Joe Rogan, you know, built what he had from the ground up, and I appreciated the unadulterated media. Like I was listening to the Tony Hawk podcast today; it wasn't that interesting, but I was still listening to it. Like I like the fact that somebody can come on and they can just speak their mind. There is no corporate overlord. There is no insight committee. There is no uh, Michael. We preferred if you didn't use the word dong like that doesn't exist <laughs> we're gonna need you <laughs> like, to stop saying come so much yeah 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 stop <laughs> tweeting about your toilet situation like i like the fact that it was totally you know unhinged in that direction so my, mm. my first thought is like what type of latitude is he going to have i don't know uh we don't know we're gonna find out yeah, do this you guys a- maybe trust him enough to think that maybe he thought of that ahead of time and like I I like yeah I yeah 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 I do I do I'm with you there and I I fully I fully believe that he believes uh, the words he says when he says it's going to be the exact same show nothing's going to change I feel like he's going into this venture thinking that and believing that but he just embroiled himself in a corporate world with yeah a publicly traded company. Yeah, no matter what he says, like he wanted to drive into some mud, but he hasn't driven into that mud yet. You know what I mean? Like it could turn into a fucking nightmare over time. Could I interject? I don't uh, listen to Joe Rogan. I'm not a huge Joe Rogan fan necessarily. I don't know. Oh, you don't respect news radio? Why don't you step uh, outside? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I don't. You know, I'm just going by what you guys are saying, and I know the kind of show that he does. So I just have to assume. He has thought of this definitely when inking that deal. Without definitely. that, can I? Uh, can I? I also don't listen to Joe Rogan. Um, you're saying that this is an uncharacteristic move of him to sign this deal, even though it's a lot of money. Do you think it's because of 5G? <laughs> hey, I have questions. I, I wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I need, I need to address this right away. Uh, why? I mean, you have a chance to listen to Mike Tyson talk for two hours. Uh, Elon Musk, all these interesting characters, they might be full of shit. You might not care about them, 
But at the same time, it's interesting content to me. So I'm curious why those who don't listen is it because they don't because he doesn't have people on that you find interesting or is this the format that you rebel against. I'm asking. There's two reasons that I don't listen to him. I got to um, know two reasons that I basically the main reasons. One is I don't care. Uh, I don't really. Okay, I'll go with that. Say, so we're talking about podcasting. I don't since I started a, a podcast uh, and and subsequently ended it. I have not listened to a podcast. Wow! Really? I, I, really? I not no a single one. What was your listening podcasts. habits before? What uh, like... every day podcasts, different podcasts. I I dip my toe in all over the place, different kinds. Um, and then I just flat out stopped. No okay. real reason. So that's one of the reasons I, I don't care enough to. It, he hasn't yeah. driven me to nothing. I've care? seen like on YouTube of the things, that, the interviews that he's had stuff. Nothing makes me outwardly go, oh, I got to listen to that. So I, I just don't care to. Number two is I'd rather just pick up. Some, I, this is where I'm at in my life where I'd rather pick up something I've seen a million and one times, like a, like a TV show, and just rewatch that, like a comfort food kind of thing. Like Home Improvement. I get it. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Okay. I just don't. I don't. I don't necessarily have the time. But if I did, I I don't want to make the time. Okay. Harrison. Harrison. Okay. What's oh? You want to know why I don't listen to JR? Yeah. I, yeah. I have to know. Uh, similar to Warren, I just kind of don't care. But also, um, it's something weird about podcasts. Where like I would say ninety percent of the podcasts I listen to are strictly related to entertainment, be that movies or video games mm-hmm. or um, sometimes comic books. I, I don't even like, I know like comedy bang bang is hilarious. I don't even really listen to that that much. Mm. Um, the one comedy interview podcast I started picking up was Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Okay. Um, but like other than that, like 90% of what, what I choose to listen to and like, what I want to listen to and how I want to engage with podcasts is strictly revolving around entertainment. Specificity. Yes. Yes. Specific. Yeah, I understand that. That's all. Okay. I was just yeah, I don't have like some personal. Oh, I didn't think you had a vendetta, yeah, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no. Do I you not? Are like, you yeah. not? I'm do sorry, you Michael, like? Man. Do you not consume new media at all, Warren? I'm just wondering where you're. At. Like, like, mm. do you really give a shit about new shows or shit coming out? <laughs> I do sometimes. So if it mm. if it gets me. And it's something that I want to watch. I will watch it, and I get really sucked into. I'm a big TV guy more than anything. TV movies are a close second. Um, so I House. do consume new TVs or new TV shows and movies. House I'm very stuck in my ways as far as music goes. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to any new music at all. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I don't. I don't care to find the time to. Uh, and video games, but less and less with video games because you need to kind of dedicate some time to that and with the kid running around i really don't have the time and i'm one of those people that i swore up and down that i would never be where i was like i'm gonna still play games even after i have this kid and i just we moved to this new house i don't have a game system hooked up in the place we've been here for months really wow wow i have my switch but i don't even have the dock hooked up so i can only play it when i'm sitting at my desk or right Hey, say this about wow, Warren. I'm a, I'm a beaten man. No, you're a responsible parent. <laughs> the pops. The How pops dare you the turn basement. into a responsible adult man? The Not. pops are boxed up in the basement. The games right. are in the basement. All the movies are in the basement. 
What are you playing with? Orphan bones are in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought them and and didn't leave them at the old house. The orphan. (laughs) What do you have in your hand? I can't stop fiddling. I have a uh, wine. wine Uh, uh, I thought you had one of those things that you know that you squeeze like this and it sparks to like light uh, gas or whatever. Like a lighter. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no! You dumbass! I said sparks. Bubba? Uh, yeah, so... Okay, also, I just wanted to mention, um, I, I like podcasts, I respect the format, I'm obviously a podcaster, it's a little bit hard for me to listen to podcasts, because, like, um, remember growing up, they say you learn visually, kinetically, or auditorially? Yes. The audio, audio one is the worst for me, so it's actually kind of hard for me to process just pure audio. Which is why whenever I have a podcast that I like to listen to, if they have a video option where they film themselves, I'll watch that. Hmm. Right. Although, but I guess for Joe Rogan, that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. He, has, he has video content. Yeah, I'm just saying that my main reason is that I just want to listen to movie and video game podcasts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, huge, I'm huge into podcasts. So, sorry, Michael. Go ahead. No, I was just saying I... I... I'm always moving around when I'm listening to podcasts. Like I'm either driving or at work for the most part. So same. So I just that's why I don't usually watch the video. Yeah, but uh, the whole point, the whole re, like the whole thing about podcasts is that they're not fucking corporate, right? That's that's yeah. People like them because they're 100 percent what the person making them wants. And yep. people respond to that instead of, you know, watching a television show, which is corporate bullshit. Like a late night yeah. show, it's all a fucking commercial. My that, daily my, my daily podcast that I consume every single day is the most downloaded podcast on planet Earth. And I fucking love it. No, no, no. <laughs> that's the most read, not the most downloaded. <laughs> no, I like the I, I like the Adam Carolla show. I I enjoyed his uh I enjoy his comedy. I've enjoyed uh his you know comedy work uh, you know over the last twenty years of my life, and I he love the fact every that, day is he always is is like he podcasts every single day, right? Five days a week, Monday through it's, Friday. Is he and there, is he screaming every day? Is he always mad? Is my question. No, he's not always mad. Um, the only clips I hear pulled are him like going ranting. Off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, his rants sound awful. It, it gets a little old. Um, that particular version of it, but I, I just enjoy the show because you get the news. I was just worried. Like, I was just worried about you, Adam. You don't need to be in a headspace. Someone's screaming all the time. <laughs> no, no, no! I don't need that at all. I, I just, oh, I just Adam, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go you, on. Got your, uh, you got your new setup there. Your new boom arm. Your new microphone. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. looks good. Thank you, thank you. I, I had a chance to, to use the one uh, last episode before Sean uh, took delivery because he had purchased all my uh, podcast stuff. So I was I, wondering. Uh, yeah, I, I reordered. Uh, the version that you can get now for the show because I I I like it. It's comfortable and uh, I, you know I was told it sounds good. You sound yeah. great. I'm Step very up. close to spending four hundred dollars on a sure microphone, <laughs> and I could ask you guys to talk me out of it. But here's the truth: I don't want you to talk me out of it. I want to do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> this microphone was like 
60 bucks, $65, something like that. Mm-hmm. I sent you, I think I sent you the link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, uh, you want us to remind you about last podcast on the left? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first show I listened to that made the jump over to Spotify. And I got to tell you, oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh. <laughs> we got a guest in the yes, studio. Special guest. She's cute. Can she hear us right now? No, she can't. I might I have sound come through my headset. Oh, uh, well tell her we love her. We wish her the best. She looks very cute. Yep. Lauren's daughter's on his lap. Take a screenshot of this, somebody. Hurry. Oh, she's waving. <laughs> uh what a cute oh my god. And Megan's there. Wow. Sorry, I derailed everything. No, no, no it's good. great. She's very cute. You guys should be proud. I don't know how. Are you sure you're the dad, Warren? Because <laughs> nah. you're ugly, is what I'm saying to you. I got it. Piece of <laughs> shit. Thanks for inviting me to your birthday party in sixth grade. That was the first mixed sex birthday party I've ever been to. And that's you're welcome. Serious. And that's the truth, okay? You changed my life. Seven yeah. dudes, one chick. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still boy-girl party. I still leveled up as a person, okay? <laughs> Important to me. Yeah, that stress. When am I going to go to a boy-girl party? All I do is watch cartoons about kids that worry about things like boy-girl parties. <laughs> That's all I know to worry about. <laughs> Hopefully Last they podcast. playing Spin the Ball. Oh, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Warren, it landed on you. <laughs> I told the story before about how I went to a party where they went to the garage and started doing that right, and I left the party. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter know. if you told it. Tell it again. My brain oh, it's, mush. That, that was <laughs> Oh, that was the entirety of the story? That was the entirety of the story. I went to a mixed, mixed gender party at a friend's house. How old I'll, were you? Put the name in the chat. Uh, I think we were bordering on high school, maybe like eighth grade. Okay. You got the name in the chat? I'll, I'll put the name in the chat in a minute. Oh, I can't um, wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I got, yeah. Um, so we went to her house, and everyone was hanging out in the house, and then it eventually escalated to, we're going to go into the garage, and that's where we're going to play Spin the Bottle. A oh. bunch of pervs. And I was like, oh, man, I'd love to, but I got to get going, because I'm <laughs> incredibly awkward. Oh. Uh, that's one of many situations. No, I understand that. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a question. If you're a boy and you spin it and it lands on the boy, are you smooching? Well, you have to. Those are the rules. Yeah. It, are they the rules? I never played. Okay. Warren, oh, I haven't yeah. either. Wasn't that in one of the American Pie movies? Was it? I think so. All I remember One of those is teen comedies. Taking a pie, the pie sex. The, uh, <laughs> Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy, the best. <laughs> him, him, the the protagonist of the movie, secretly filming a girl changing, and the girl's supposed to be in high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so last podcast on the left. Um, as you may, uh, so anyway, I wanted to bring that up because uh, being released once a week on YouTube is the television or, or is the uh, show made by one of the hosts of the last podcast on the left, Henry Zabrowski. 
his show Trollville is being released on YouTube once a week. Uh, comedy short. Um, and if that is the show that was filmed in my house. So if you watch that show, the house he lives in is my house. So it's cool. very uh, strange to watch and, and see all your shit, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, so they, they stayed here while making the show for like three days. Uh, Henry, uh, Natalie, who's also in the show and, uh, involved in the making of the show and, uh, Cena who produ- or directed the show, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, they all stayed at my house for three days at, uh, and every morning a huge, like a huge, <laughs> a huge crew would come and they would fucking work, uh, from like sunrise to two or three in the morning just busting their ass getting this all this shit filmed in three days and they were super cool and super nice and everyone involved in it was was super cool people and the show's funny so so uh we will link that in our doom folk social yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah check it out uh uh happy to help um people get things made you know what i mean i felt like a good felt good being part of the process that was what Um, 2018 they filmed that Puppy. Can we please get her under contract? Could she be on the show every week instead of us? She's so fucking cute. Um, hey everybody mike here um just have to come in here and tell you something that i wish i didn't have to tell you but uh so we recorded this week's episode on may 20th wednesday may 20th and uh later on in the show i'm going to talk a lot about or a little bit about um Terrace House, uh, a show I very much enjoy, and a cast member on that show, professional wrestler Hana Kimura, um, and then I talk about all kinds of things, but two days after this episode was recorded on May 22nd, the news came out that Hana Kimura, at the age of 22, had taken her own life and it is a very, very sad story um, that I don't really want to talk about because it's just so fucking heartbreaking. But I just want to give you a heads up that I will, we weren't being insensitive um, later on in this episode when we talk about Hana and we don't talk about what ultimately happened to Hana. You know... It's very tough sometimes to be a human in this world, and it doesn't make it any easier when people are mean to you for no reason. 22 years old is so fucking young, and um, we'll talk more about it later, but... Just fucking be nice to people. Just because somebody, you see somebody on the television, doesn't mean that your tweets that you put at them, they can't read. Most people do read them. 
and it sucks. If you're a bully, you're probably not listening to this because you're a piece of shit. Um, and that's what's frustrating is that the people that don't need to learn a lesson from this will learn the lesson. And the people that truly do need to learn the lesson, the absolute pieces of shit that exist in this world will continue on being pieces of shit. Um, because something's wrong with their fucking head and they shouldn't be here. Um, be fucking nice to people. Hana, rest in peace. You deserve so much better. Welcome back, everybody, to the Doom Thugs Monthly May 2020 episode, of course. Six. Six. Damn, should have started in <laughs> January. This would have been easier to number. <laughs> but it's not what we did. It's not what we care about. What we do care about is having fun and being friends honks. is that right fellas absolutely i was gonna say honks but okay yeah. we're also friends honks of course um yeah so let's get into the second half of the show let's start with uh fan mail well before we do that uh, i just want to say that uh, mike you and i recorded on pop battle for their bonus episode and that i think comes out the day after this drops and oh yeah a blast and a half to record. It was a lot of fun. Video games. Yeah, it was great to talk about video games for so long. Also, we were on since the last episode of Doom Thugs Monthly dropped, we were on another episode of Doom Addled, Pop Addled crossover for Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible 3, that is correct. So Mm. check that out. I was also on the Pop Addled. Yeah, our boy Warren finally made it! Made it! Yeah, you had had a a fucking... It was fun, right? It was. You could tell listening to your episode, you guys were having fun. What What did you talk about? Oh, uh, we were we were talking about the Child's Play franchise, very mm. near and dear to my heart. Mm. And uh, we'll be coming back with a, a part two. So part one was Child's Play one through three. If I'm yes, and the second part will be the Chucky movie. So uh, Seed of Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Curse, Colt, and then we'll come back with a part three and do the new, the reboot. Ah. Here's, here's what I'll say about your episode, Warren. You guys were having so much fun talking about the Child's Play movies. That night, I rewatched the first one, and then I watched the reboot. That is the entire point, is to get people watching these films, and they're awesome. I mean, I've I've seen the Child's Play movies, but I just haven't seen them in a very long time, and it made me curious to want to check out the reboot. I'm very passionate about them. Yeah, it shows. Um, it was I really good. That, really good episode. Fuck yeah! I think Bride of Chucky was the last movie that I watched on pay per view. Oh, mm. it was the last it movie is. I watched with Kevin Higgins. Oh, oh. That, was, that was the last pull. movie. Yeah, yeah. we, we wow. watched that movie at his house. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So this part of the show, uh, every single month. We reach out to you, the listening audience, and we ask for your answers to a question 
And this is the part of the show where we're going to read back those answers. But first, I have to reach into the fan mail bag, pull out a song. And this week's song goes a little bit like, We can read beside the ocean, leave the mail behind, tweet out past the breakers, watch the mail guy. We can read beside the ocean, leave the mail behind, tweet out past the breakers, watch the mail guy. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, this week's question was, if you can bring back one TV show for one more season, what would that show be? So if the show was unjustly canceled, if you just want to see your fictional friends again, it could be a reality show if you wanted to. Any show, you bring it back exactly one more season. And so uh, we have the answers right here. Um, Mike, do you want to tag team them? Or I'll just read them. So, uh, <laughs> um, on Twitter, Pop Battle says, the phrasing of this question eliminates shows that got axed after only one season, such as Firefly and Always Human, or name any other Fox show. So my answer is Seinfeld. Larry David clearly had a ton left in the tank since Curb Your Enthusiasm had numerous seasons. This is, uh, this is, who's this? Timmy. Timmy. All Timmy right. from Pop Battle runs their Twitter. Cool. Tim cool. Parker. Yep. Tim Parker. Timbo. I miss him. Uh, over on Instagram, where we are at Doom Thugs, uh, Coleman Will Comics says Daredevil. He wants another season of Marvel's Daredevil. That on- show. Oh, awesome. yeah. What happened to that? Well, the Marvel Netflix deal fell apart uh, because of the Disney Plus thing. Yes. Ah. Uh, so there's so, still speculation that once that contract is officially dead, that that will those shows could potentially come back. Daredevil specifically. Ah, oh, okay. Which was clearly the best of the absolutely. Marvel. What did I mean, it I like after three seasons. Yeah. yeah I mean, I liked really Jessica did. Jones, but I never had any interest in watching Jessica Jones season two, and I didn't really care for the other ones. Uh, Andrew Repko says Freaks and Geeks. Yes. You know what I would like to see on Freaks and Geeks? Uh, make a show, but like them as they are right now, adults. How are they? What are they like now as adults? You know? The only way to do it, yeah. Well, I mean, they could do a uh, Amer- uh, Wet Hot American Summer thing where they're you know, 40 <laughs> years old pretending to be teenagers. Hmm. Uh, Gus P says How to Make It in America. I believe that was an ah, HBO show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know who this is. His name's Mr. Realtor. Says Home Improvement. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get his answer out. <laughs> Much more on that when it's my turn. <laughs> uh, Joel Ladinsky says Son of Zorn. That's an Adult Swim show. That's a Fox show, my friend. It's a Fox show. What, what am I thinking? <laughs> I don't Johnny know. Johnny Pemberton. Johnny Pemberton plays the son of Zorn, half human oh. on the top half, and then cartoon legs. That was a funny show. I you know what? Johnny I was, Pemberton. For whatever reason, um, I was thinking of Frisky Dingo. I know oh they're wildly different shows. What they're the wildly... fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trace in the place. Uh, my cousin Tracy says Wonder Chosen. I remember seeing a. Uh, time-lapse video of a fox decomposing on that show and it really made me uncomfortable 
that was one of those shows like MTV had already left my my field of vision. So like once Tom Green and Jackass were were dead and buried, yeah. there was like <laughs> Human Giant and Wonder Shows in and things like that, and they just kind of <laughs> completely passed me by. I I forgot Wonder Shows and was MTV. I for whatever reason in my head it was Adult Swim. Yeah, and uh, Andy Milanakis that I never. It was it's my show. My, it's Andy. My it's my show, Andy Milanakis. Of course. Tom Tom Green was pretty good on the Joe Rogan Experience. Just Tom Green's good. Yeah. Tom yeah, Green's Tom the Tom Green show, the original show that came to MTV, not my, his his talk show, his original show. Yeah. I would be laughing so hard at that show, my parents would get mad at me. Do you remember, <laughs> Michael, when uh, you, me, and Sean uh, would watch Tom Green's like proper late night show? He's wearing a yeah. suit, yeah. and then we we would get on like AOL Instant Messenger group chat and and discuss it, you yeah. know, yeah. in in real time. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a good memory for me. Continue, continuing. Uh, DJ Connie ninety one says Malcolm in the Middle. Ah, wants, wants to see the gang again, Frankie. Yeah, uh, yeah, that show is fucking funny. Brian Cranston, very that dude is a fucking legend. Yes, dude. dude. Uh, you know why? Because he goes for it so yes. hard in that show. He's, yeah, it's so good. He's just he's he's in it. He's in for it all. Uh, Jeff Greenwood, 88, formerly of the Nobody Cares podcast, says, I'm inclined to say Seinfeld ripped Jerry Stiller. Tough one. I feel like Seinfeld's yeah. going to be a popular answer. I feel oh, yeah. like Jerry Stiller, without me, before I never even thought about how much of an effect Jerry Stiller has on my personal comedy style, which is screaming. <laughs> 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 one of the best screamers of all time. Oh, yeah. Without oh, a yeah. doubt. The best. Uh, moving on to Facebook, Karen says Seinfeld. Okay. Seinfeld's getting up there. I think they're pulling away from the pack. Yeah. Uh, Jim G says lost. I'm still lost. Yes, Jim said it. Jim said it. Yeah, we'd um, yeah, we say that to Jim. Reynolds says Seinfeld. However, they did do a whole season of Curb Your Enthusiasm on a Seinfeld reunion. That was good. It was very good. Mm-hmm. It's also the only that was yeah. Full, it's the only full season of Curb I've ever seen. I literally last night just finished the newest season of Curb. That show is fucking genius. Still good. Still got it. it. Incredible. That's good. Uh, Zach, my friend from college, says Freaks and Geeks. Shout to Zach. Shout to Freaks and Geeks. Fuck yeah. Ben, not my brother Ben. Different Ben says Star Trek: The Next Generation. Ah. Uh, uh. Which, I mean, there is going to be kind of another series because there's that Picard series, right? Mm-hmm. Picard was a huge hit. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, there was the show and then the four or five movies. Yep. yep. We recently watched all of it. I love it. I would nice. be on board for a full fucking... I would be on for that, yes. Oh, that's what it is. Picard already aired, but now they're going to do a spinoff of Picard about Captain Pike. Or no, that's a spinoff of the Star Trek Discovery. I don't know. I don't follow Star Trek. Pick it up. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Noah says Freaks and Geeks. Damn, Freaks and Geeks getting a lot of love. I love to see it. Noah's and then uh, the 
JME Steven says, Noah, I second this, to which Noah replied, and if I can use the rest of my chips to purchase one more show, Party Down, also starring Mark. Oh, Party, Party Down. Noah, good work. Party Down, very good. So very, great. Very, very good. The high watermark of stars, original entertainment. Yes. <laughs> that and Spartacus. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Hello. That was on Stars. I thought that was yeah. Cinemax. I thought that was on a different channel. <laughs> uh, Matthew says Carnival. That's the um, that's HBO, HBO show. show. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of those ones that got unjustly canceled. That's always right there with like uh, Carnival is like Deadwood, and the, that's those yeah. shows. Like they would always have previews for them when I was watching other things, like. Taxi cab confessions. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amanda says clone high. It was my first time ever experiencing a canceled show. It hurt. Fucking clone high. If you haven't seen clone high, do yourself a favor. It's, Give me some uh, more info. Tell it's me. Lord that. and Miller. Um, what is it? Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah. They did like did, the Lego uh, movie and the 21 you know, jump street. Yeah. Okay. It is so goddamn funny. It's also, got a lot of the same people involved that worked on scrubs yes and it is excellent it's about a school basically that's full of clones of famous historical figures it's almost like very funny it's almost like if in bill and ted when they bring back all the historical figures to san dimas if those people then just started like being in high school yeah the clones Uh. of the famous figures are it's it's you know modern times so they're yeah like School president races and Abraham Lincoln is running for school board president. And all when that was this shit. on? Uh, like, early 2000, like 2000, yeah. 2000, 2000. Really? Yeah, yeah Man, that sounds awesome. It's so I think good. it was, I think it was also, it suffered because I think it was on MTV. It was and, on MTV. Yeah. Like, I feel like at that point in MTV, they sort of were drifting away from cartoons. Like, it was not the heyday of Beavis and Butthead, Daria. Clone um, High was the first purchase made for me uh first purchase i've ever had from ebay was a mm. burned dvd of clone <laughs> high that's this awesome. is wait this is an animated series yeah. Yeah. yes yes looks oh. very cartoon cartoon and drawing style yeah, early. Oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i recommend i have the whole uh season on dvd and on uh amazon i recommend okay. anybody who wants to to laugh their balls off to to go download that okay um, where are we at in fan mail? Uh, Aaron says, "Can we just redo season eight of Game of Thrones?" Oh, <laughs> shots fired! How do you guys? I know Adam and Warren aren't you GOT people? Yeah, redo. Yeah. Maybe not fully redo, but uh, there's some things that could be here's could be touched up. Did you yeah, hate it? Some people hate. Did you especially, hate it? here's the thing: considering the guys who were making it, um, they kind of. It seemed like they were in a rush, uh, and the reason that they were in such a rush is because they were working on a Star Wars project mm. that ended up getting canceled. I think we should we should get some more out of those fucks. Okay. Um, I just read this, and it's like one of the most um, succinct things I've ever heard about Game of Thrones is that the final season of Game of Thrones was so bad that it basically completely wiped any discussion of Game of Thrones completely off the internet to the point where. The final episode aired about a year ago, and I literally have not heard a fucking peep of anybody online talking about Game of Thrones. All the memes died out. 
Mm-hmm. All I don't the, even think about it all much the, anymore. All the hot takes, around. all the articles, all the lists. Even like if an actor shows up in like a casting announcement, they'll be like such and such from like this movie, but they won't mention Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. The only problem, yeah. there was no way that it was ever going to live up to the hype that it had built up for itself. Yeah, it did. It got over its skis a little bit. Like if you watch like 30 minutes into Winter is Coming, that's like the pilot. That is the pilot. If you get that far into it, you'll you know, be overwhelmed with the effort that's put in. And that same yeah. effort is put in in the final couple episodes. They just couldn't cobble it together. Like, it, <laughs> if that's, that's just my opinion. You know, you be the judge. But that's, yes, I, I wanted to weigh it on that. Did they greatly out, outrun the source material for that? That's yeah. correct, and yeah. you can tell, yeah. you can tell yeah. when that started to happen because and then, things yeah. weren't as fleshed out as they had been. Yeah, they there had to get creative, those, and it was a mess. There, there was one of those Comic-Con-style panels after the series ended where the creators um, were talking, and they basically like openly admitted that like they didn't know what they were doing. They were burned out. Mm-hmm. They were they like basically more or less said that they were rushing. They said that even the the good years of the show that they like didn't know what they were doing. Then they were sort of like stumbling in the dark, and the only guiding light was the source material of the books. Right. right. Yeah. And, and they had the broad strokes after they ran out of book material, so they yeah. were told the major plot points, but that was it. Sick of books. Uh, their strokes. So, uh, Megan Warren. Megan, your your wife, my wife, uh, says Santa Clarita Diet, uh, no ending before being canceled. So she wants another show. season. That shows awesome as well. Is that Drew Barrymore? It is, and Timothy Oliphant. It is so funny. I hate Timothy women. Oliphant is amazing. Do you guys ever watch Justified? Mm-mm. I've not. I've heard I've really not. good things about it, but he was in Dead. Mike, you would right? love it because it's based off an Elmore Leonard novel. I do love Elmore Leonard. Yeah. And then uh uh Robin says Firefly. She's a uh I'm Firefly that's not more popular. A lot of big that's Firefly stands out there, right? Yeah. Firefly was basically Castle One. The yes. castle regular castle was with the guy from Firefly. Yes. <laughs> uh and then did you guys get any other like private responses? Only ones that for me, I got one when I shared and yeah. you already found it. I was just, I mean, like, I can find the public ones, but I don't know if, if you guys got any DMs. Someone goof, not... someone goof answered Zoom as a joke, trying to mm. humiliate me. Mm. <laughs> Zoom, like, uh... Zoom, come on and Zoom, the yeah. PBS, PBS show out of yes. Uh, Boston. Yes. With the kids. I used to watch Zoom. Yeah. I prefer I like Zoom. I wanted to be a Zoom kid. Oh, Warren, I love Zoobalizu. That was fantastic. Uh, so anyway, I thank you, you everybody. Said Zaboomafu. Yeah, Zaboomafu. Uh, anyway, thank you everybody for responding. Uh, that was a lot of great feedback. Really Hell appreciate yeah. you answering our question. Um, and hopefully you will engage with us again next month when we ask our next month's question. So did did Fe- did freaks and geeks catch Seinfeld there? They were pretty neck and neck uh, either way. No, a lot I of think answers Seinfeld. F and G. A lot of answers yeah. for our Seinfeld. And a good point brought up that Seinfeld sort of had a had a tenth season, you know, with that with that yeah. season of uh, Curb, scratch that itch. How about you, Mike? What's your What's your pick? I was I was thinking. Wait, time out, time out. Uh, in terms of just time. answering the receipts, 
Uh, just in terms of the answers we received, Freaks and Geeks and Seinfeld got tied. Tied. Wow. Oh, mm. This is huge. This we is got. Huge. We, where? How do we decide who wins? Well, let's, I'll just answer and see if anyone picks one of those. When I when I saw someone answer Freaks and Geeks, I was like, "Yeah, that's my hundred uh, percent. That's my answer." I didn't watch Freaks and Geeks when it was on, but I came to it later, and I loved it. And I just was like, "I wish there was fifteen seasons of this shit I could watch instead of one." But it's just one of those things where it's one of those things where when something's good and people like it, but not enough people and nobody watches it. And it was just nobody fucking watched it. And it was on like Saturday night and the, the, the radio. They also ra- changed the air date like every week and yeah. aired them out of order. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so fucking good. The show makes me laugh and cry. It was a very good show. Adam, is your lights in your room off? Is Adam very dark in the camera? Am I dark? Am I dark? Oh, very, very dark. Give me one. Give me one sec. I, I can turn on some light. That's it. You can do whatever. Stay comfortable. I was just wondering if I was going blind. Yeah. Starting to uh, <laughs> look like an alien in the dark with the reflection on his glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what about you guys? What do you think, uh, Warren? So mine's going to be... It... It really depends on when you ask me this question. So a few years ago, you could have asked me this question. And I would have said, hands down, 100% Arrested Development. They ended up getting, you know, and sometimes, depending on how you feel about the new Arrested Development stuff, that that might, is it worth getting what you've been wanting for that long? I think yes, but some other people yeah. disagree. Mm-hmm. Um but then there's other shows that selfishly I'm like, I'd love another season like 30 Rock and Parks and Rec, but mm. they ended so beautifully and perfectly that I, I couldn't ask for that. Mm-hmm. So my vote is going for an animated show that I liked that only ran for two seasons called Gravity Falls. Ah, mm. yeah, I hear yeah, a lot yeah. of people Fantastic that. show. And I just wish there was more of it. Why did why didn't it come back? Do you know any any of the uh, the guy who created it decided to end it? Um, and mm. it did have a proper ending, but I just really okay. feel like it you could want definitely more, yeah. have gone for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's tough. It's tough because when what you want is I want to watch the show that makes me feel a certain way, but when enough time passes, whatever comes back is giving you a different feeling it's not yeah. gonna be yeah. it's not gonna be what you felt back then it's basically a new show because you know time changes everything yeah how about you Stuff. um so i've had a standard answer for this question for like damn near a decade because the show i'm going to talk about is like 10 years old but i'm also kind of bored of that answer uh so there was an fx show that only ran for one season called terriers yeah you're a terriers freak i Absolutely adore. So Terriers starred um, Donnell Logue, who used to be on Grounded for Life, mm-hmm. and then another actor who you may or may not recognize. He hasn't really done that much. And it was basically this like, it wasn't quite as like farcical as The Big Lebowski, but it was basically, but it was very much a shaggy dog detective story set in Long Beach, California. Uh, or it might have been San Diego. But the thing was, was that it started off as this sort of like very loose, shaggy detective story, but then like, shit started getting really real and it was a very well-written tight show and i just loved it and it's just one of those shows that like didn't find an audience was like 
absurdly critically acclaimed Mm -hmm. and if there was any justice in the world it would have been like the biggest show ever right that's my answer good 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 uh my new answer for joke purposes is beat the geeks (laughs) i would watch that (laughs) you know there's something to be said for the the fucking pure joy that is game shows just like the, the easiest shit to watch fucking inoffensive good fucking content that you can gamble on if you want <laughs> you know what i mean there's so much to get out of them it's 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 great do you want to uh yeah <laughs> oh i'm very excited <laughs> uh mine's home improvement no mm. questions asked i fucking love home improvement and i make no bones about it mm. um while i'm talking about it i i have to bring up something that harrison had brought up um <clears throat> if not last uh episode episode prior when uh harry you, you like kind of you were jokingly saying like i feel like they should have a muppet for wilson and just not address it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i am a hundred percent on board with that like that thought has consumed me <laughs> in, in terms of a potential remake because you can totally remake it everybody's alive it could definitely be done so from a practical standpoint you could make uh, a new episode or season and having uh wilson you know wilson as yeah. a muppet is completely <laughs> viable couldn't you just take all of the audio that they have that he has recorded yeah yeah dub it yeah. over like, yeah, yeah. it's like all monotone and flat yeah, it's 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 extremely achievable. Yeah. I you know, that, so for me, if um, you know, I'm not big on reboots, but if if they were to make another season of Home Improvement, I would be extremely excited. So that's where I'm going to uh, <laughs> I, that's where I cast my ballot. Absolutely, I think if they did a one reunion episode, I feel like it would do enormous numbers because people just want to see JTT in person. Like he <laughs> fell off the public, which is fine. Uh, yeah. it's a, from everything I've seen, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to leave, which is great. Li- I'm glad he's living a private life that he wants to, but, but I fuck him he, and I want to see him again. I want to see the, what the <laughs> fuck, like get back on TV. Once you're on TV, we own you. Okay. <laughs> you are a slave to my whims. Entertain me, you whores. But yeah, <laughs> I would love to see JTT, ZTB, and Mark all together again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah. That's my pick. There's a very long voice article. Um, Titled, did you see it? I'm sorry, Adam. Did you look at the chat? No, not yet. Tell me about this Vice article real quick. Uh, there's just a very long Vice article entitled What Happened to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, really? Yeah, I always read like he just went to college and shit. Yeah, that's fine. The the little boy from The Shining, I think, just grew up (laughs) to be a uh, grew up to be a um, whatchamacallit, a lawyer. Yeah, I think he's just a lawyer. I, I yeah. believe that was like his only shit too. It was just yeah. the shining, right? Yep. And of course, the little boy from uh, uh, episode one bullied out of the industry by yeah. angry nerd adults. Yeah. Kind of fucked his life up for a while, and he's you know you feel bad for him. Oh, JTT. Jake Lloyd? Yeah, Jake Lloyd. 
Are they related, Danny Lloyd and Jake Lloyd? And Christopher Lloyd? Both oh, Christopher yeah. Lloyds? It's Modern Family and pandemic. Taxi? It's a plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says that uh, JTT guest starred on four episodes of Last Man Standing. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. I got to search. Nobody knew because nobody was watching Last Man Standing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's except it's, millions of like people in the, in the Midwest. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't know a closest. single person that watches it, but millions of people do. It's crazy. Closest without going over. How many episodes of Last Man Standing have there been? I'm gonna say it hit episodes a hundred. Yeah. Well, I'm going clean a hundred. Uh, two hundred and thirteen. One forty-one. Sorry, Warren, you said 213? Yes, I did. And Adam, you said? 141. Adam's closest. There have been 173 episodes of Last Man Standing. Jesus. I couldn't tell you a thing about any one of them. I could tell you JTT looks great. Yeah. And I guarantee you at some point he goes, Uh? (laughs) (laughs) That's actually uh, owned by the Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Disney owns that sound. That's the Binford sixty one hundred grunt. <laughs> I just want to say uh, that uh, having the actress who played Heidi uh, send me a direct message. Tell the full story. <laughs> tell the full yeah, story. story. <laughs> I I had put up a hell I, of a tease there, Adam. <laughs> tell the story. All right, I'll tell the story. So. I like to goof around on Instagram and uh I put up a poll showing the uh home improvement fictitious tool gal of Alisa uh, and the other tool gal of Heidi, mm-hmm. Debbie Dunning and also Pamela Anderson. <clears throat> and there's one episode when they're together. So I snapped the photo and I said I wrote in the caption, it's time to settle this. You know, Heidi or Lisa, those are their character names. And <clears throat> many people voted. And after it got to a certain point, I screenshot it and reposted it. And I tagged the actress who played Heidi. Her name is Debbie Dunning <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, I, I wrote, oh, it, it's, I, I forget the exact uh, caption, but I wrote something to the effect of, it's a rap gang at that Debbie Dunning has won. Yeah. And the next day, I had a direct message from uh, Debbie Dunning, the actress. Debbie Dunning. Yeah. Heidi DM'd you. <laughs> she she did, and it just said nice. A bunch of <laughs> like it was like it said. You know, Debbie had like eighty four percent of the vote, and she had she written, kicked her ass. Nice, you know, a bunch of exclamation points. Like, and I was blown the fuck away. <laughs> Unbelievable! What a weird I, world we live in, huh? Oh my god, Heidi DM'd you. That's true. It happened. <laughs> I I enjoyed it so much so that I sent it to my sister, Sabrina, <clears throat> and I said, you need to show this to Dad. So she showed it to Dad, and Dad sent me a message, uh, a text message, because he's got an iPhone now, and his message was to the effect of, um, 
this is very cool. Sabrina explained to me what it is. <laughs> like, you know, because <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> Nor Fucking should he. Beautiful. So, yeah. Beautiful stuff here. So, for me, that's my show. Home improvement. <sighs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. So, does that mean Freaks and Geeks wins then? Freaks and Geeks is the winner. We get a Wait. second season of Freaks and Geeks. Okay. That's what was on the line. I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we'll start contacting uh, the agents of the actors. I involved. feel like James Franco can get this done. He's weird. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think Judd Apatow holds power in Hollywood? Yeah. It would be. They're bad all now. like literally every single one of them who has been on that show is successful now. Mm-hmm. Fucking Seth Rogen. Yep. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Heidi the- Klum. The one kid is now a screenwriter who made Game Night and Spider-Man Homecoming. Damn. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. People like TV shows. Yeah. Is there anything you guys are watching now? Old or new. doesn't have to be a new thing. But I know, Um, Adam, Adam, you, you hit the DVR heavy with the tool time. I am watching What We Do in the Shadows season two. Oh, nice. Nice. What's that on, Stars? FX. FX. You can watch oh. it on do you, have, do you have Hulu? They they have it on Hulu. Yes. Yeah. Did you watch season one? No. Are you I serious? Thought it was on, I thought it was on stars. I don't get stars. No, it's on Hulu. You have to watch it. Like you know you love what we do in the shadows. I do. I will. It's honestly it's impressive how they kept the tone and the humor while adding a whole new cast of characters. Oh, and in okay. some ways, in some ways, it's a little bit better than the movie, just because you get to spend more time with the characters. It is phenomenal. It is a hilarious show. It just puts me in my happy place. It's great. How about uh, Warren? Do you watch anything? Uh, I just mentioned that I finished up uh, the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. Frequently. Yep. That's probably about it. Um, I'm about to start a show. Oh, that was Adam. Ah, Adam just left. He'll be back. We, yeah, he'll be back. Uh, I'm about to watch a show from the director of the Raid movies called Gangs of London. Mm. It was a nine episode TV series that aired in Britain, and I have uh, you know, acquired it, and I'm going to watch that. And by all accounts, it's mind blowing. Uh, with the action. Because uh, I've been seeing clips of it online, and I'm really excited to start it. But I wanted to get through the Last Dance first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the Last Dance, and uh, like I said, I watched Dark Side of the Ring every week, and then I watch AEW on Wednesday. I just started rewatching fucking Community, and now yes. I'm like, like I did not want to get into a situation where I'm watching like fucking. 10 episodes at a clip, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. getting sucked totally into the kit, but God damn it. Damn so it. Good. Fucking God damn it. That show is so fucking good. So fucking funny. And I'm only in season one. Yeah. And I, I know for a fact, because I watched the show that it gets fucking funnier and even I, better. I... Um, did, And you watched the, uh, the table read video, right? Yeah. Yeah. Warren, did you, did you hear about that? I know about it. I haven't watched it. Okay. It was really funny. Were you a community really... head? Not when it aired, but afterwards, yes. No. Um, there was also a 
follow-up Q&A video that was just as long as the Taylor Reed, and then um, Joel McHale and Ken Jeong have a podcast, and they did an episode of the podcast with all nine people who were on the Taylor Reed. So, like, I spent, I think it was two nights ago or last night, like three hours just watching community stuff, and I was head over heels in love, overjoyed mm. at seeing all my friends again. Yeah. All but one. All but one. Yeah. <laughs> we're of course talking about uh, old magnitude. Grandpa. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Anyway, he thinks he knows and is the only one who is the arbiter of what is funny and what is comedy. Right. Right. Very odd. I can't wait to for the uh, ten part documentary series about. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Uh, so if it feels like we're just killing time right now, it's because we are, because we're going to play a game, but Adam currently is not here. Uh, yeah, he's texting me pictures of what's happening. It looks like his Discord um just crashed, basically. He's going to need yeah. a reboot. Okay, yeah. that's fine. It'll be, so he'll be back. Can we just drop the artifice and you just edit this part out? No. Okay. Because I wanted to talk about the pandemic, of course. Okay. <laughs> um, as you all may know, that the entire COVID-19 is fake. It was planned. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been using my time on Facebook to spread this message. Truthfully, what I've been doing is just lampooning buffoons. But I think, like, very small percentage of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook understand that. And the people that I am actively lampooning wouldn't get it. Does that make sense? (laughs) They don't understand that they're being made fun of, right? Yes. It's the Colbert report problem. Yes. Yes. They think I'm on their side. Um, My personal. Okay. So pandemic was a, for people listening to this in the future, Plandemic was a YouTube uh, fucking pseudo yeah, half-hour documentary. You know, gave people an excuse to do what they do on the internet. And it exploded. Like, like for, for a day, it was everywhere. Uh, everyone was sharing it, saying things like, you gotta watch this. Mm-hmm. So, that night, I think one of the funniest visual gags I probably have ever done on Facebook is share of YouTube video that said, you got to watch this, wrote this long fucking thing about pandemic. And then at the bottom of the text box is the YouTube video title three hours of farting. (laughs) (laughs) You you blew it wide open. (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, the next day pandemic was pulled, but, but still, I go on Facebook, then I see something that pisses me off, so then I have to make a fucking status, go set, trying to sound as crazy as possible going on and on, but I'm not affecting the people that piss me off in any way. I'm no, just bothering people I know. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is, I shouldn't do. I should just try to steer the, the, the vibe in a place where I want it in, in terms of just overall positivity. But yeah, also, but I feel fun. like... I also feel like there's people out there that when they do see that, they're like, thank God. Because when you see, when you feel like the whole fucking world's going crazy, when you see someone that fucking shares your opinion, it makes you feel good. It's like, oh, thank God I'm not fucking alone here. Which is why, you know, it's important to say what you feel. But also, 
am I helping? Am I making the whole situation worse? Should I just purely go on and on about being a business genius? Because that's <laughs> harmless, right? Yeah. That's completely removed from the conversation. A significant decrease in uh, warped brain comments. Yeah, he's gone. He does not comment <laughs> on my shit at all. Uh, you, you bullied him. Warren did. Yeah, I sure. You had to call me off of him like a dog. Yeah, you fucking so, psycho. <laughs> I've uh, I've been passively uploading Disney Adventure magazine covers. Yes, yeah, some, some real classics in the chat. The here. the Discord government is preventing me from uploading the Disney Adventure magazine cover featuring. Hold on, let me open it. Uh, Bronson Pinchot, surrounded by the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Ah. <laughs> why is my why are my words in Discord red? Is Discord crashing down around us? I yeah, might be. Maybe we should stop this and then come back just for the game. <clears throat> yeah, so we're gonna take a second break and then we'll be back once we figure everything out. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. And, and maybe there'll be a game and maybe it'll just end right here. And yeah. you'll have to be a cliffhanger. So I'll just next month with a game. I'll do the game just using the large library of pulled audio clips that I've collected from each and each of you that I will <laughs> use to frame you for a armed robbery or something. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Bye. I'm a civil war truther. And that's gonna wrap it up for this week, folks. Uh Adam. <laughs> This is one of those things that happens in in this this short era of uh, strange podcasting that we and all other podcasters, for the most part, are going through with the with the recording from everyone's house using technology. Sometimes shit happens, and that's what happened today. Adam Adam is lost to the void. <laughs> Discord yeah. has attacked Adam personally and tried yeah. to destroy his life, but uh, but he'll be back. You know, who knows? Well, no, I mean, we wish him the best. Yeah, we love him. We wish him the best. May's coming to an end. And also, if you need to fucking sell your house, contact Adam. Or if Absolutely. you're looking to buy a house, contact Adam. He's fucking great at what he does. And he or just contact people. Adam just for the hell of it. Yeah, just say, yeah. hey, Adam. Yeah. Give me Heidi's you, number. You. <laughs> but, but seriously, though, he is very, very good at his job. And he'll I agree. bust his ass for you. And uh, it's worth it. He's just not some jag off like Warren. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah real quick um warren i want you to give me a number between one and five uh seven <laughs> two what iced tea song did 60 congressmen label quote vile despicable vile despicable unquote in a letter iced tea song vile despicable Can I jump in, or is this strictly for Warren? This is for Warren. Okay. Back off. I oh, I don't know. You have seventy-five seconds. <laughs> I definitely You're... know it, and I don't know the name of it. The answer we were Still looking for, of course, everyone's favorite cop killer. Cop killer. Yep. 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 Harrison, number between one and five. Uh, five. What word ends the? Uh, I will not read a question with a word that'll make me look like an idiot. I'm gonna type a word real quick. Tell me how you would pronounce it. Okay. This is a proper noun. 
Cervantes. Yeah, Cervantes. Cervantes. I know that from Soul Calibur. <laughs> what word ends the Cervantes line? Quote, there are only two families in the world, the haves and the... What a bullshit question. Harrison's have not. That is correct. That is correct. Harrison, you did it. You won today's game of the Antonelli family trivial pursuit game the one that we've been playing since the early night or the mid 90s when we got it um just is open. it the genius edition is it like a blue box well let me see the box the box right here trivial pursuit genus three that's what i meant not genius genus, genus yeah. three i feel like that was the 90s thing they had like the genus editions yep yeah that box now, has some age i love it don't you love yeah. a I, paul paul russ just tweeted how much he loves how how family board game boxes wear down over time and then just like mm. some of them just turn into absolute nothing. It's the best. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, holding together with duct tape. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to this month, folks. Um, we'll be back before next month with some bonus material. Next month will be June 2020. Who knows? We might be all in the same room again. You know what Fingers I mean? Crossed. We hope to be, um, for sure. Um, I'll have a $400 new microphone. You guys will be on junk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, if we're in, in person, we'll actually like eat something together and do that. Oh, thing it's been so long. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have a huge party and everyone will come over and we'll do beer bongs. Okay. That sounds, that sounds fun. Keg stands, bro. Come on. Anyway, Warren, anything you got to say before you're out of here? Nope. Wish me luck. Good luck with the with with the house, with the dog, with the fat, with the child. You know, but you guys are doing great. Um, yeah, love, love you guys. Wish you the best. Love you. Good to talk to love you, Harrison. Thank Anything you. you need to say? Uh, just repeating some things we said earlier in the episode. Uh, watch Trollville on YouTube. Listen to our bonus interview with Seahorses Forever. Listen or buy the Seahorses Forever album, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, check out the pop battle stuff that we've all done. Yeah, pop battled our, you know. They're our podcast family, I'd say. They're, Absolutely. They're our, they're our brothers, and we, yes. we love them. We love their show. We love them personally as guys. Of course, Absolutely. We're, uh, just, we're much younger than them, and that's okay. doesn't yeah. bother us. No, not at all. We're young. <laughs> we're the voice of Gen Z. Almost okay? criminally so. Yes. yes. All you perverts out there getting your rocks off. I'm still barely legal. I have a big 18-year-old wiener. this guy doesn't need blue chew he's ready to rock at all times he's still getting no reason boners on the bus in the morning (laughs) where'd this come from i don't know time to stand up anyway folks these are strange times but we're getting through it together it's the human uh human condition right to just barrel through life yep. and then feel the effects of it years later and deal with it in therapy you know what i mean but yep. as it's going on you just put your head down and fucking grind and that's what we're just, doing just drink a lot yeah. i've been going real quick if anyone uses carpenter station liquors contact us tell me how long you've been going and if you have any sort of friendly relationship with the guy there, the main guy. I realized the other day when we were talking about Carpenter Station Liquors, I've now 
going there for over a decade since I was 21. It's the best liquor store in the area for my money. I love that place. I've been going there for 11 years plus. Nothing. No sort of fucking. And he doesn't owe me shit. He runs the store. He doesn't have to be friends with his customers, but just want him to be nice to me. Come on. (laughs) I'm a good guy. I'm one of the good whites. Okay. Oh my god. Bye everybody. Bye. You have been listening to a Doom Thugs production. You've got me. Why don't you be serious?